Today, I'm speaking with Katie Power. Katie is a performance coach, vocal health expert, speaker, and international best-selling author who gets fired up about powering up people to do scary stuff. We're going to be talking about her journey to claim her power back after losing herself through 17 years of adapting and trying to please her husband. Now, this story may sound familiar because many women give away their power to please others in their lives and do what they think is expected of them rather than what's right for them, not realizing that they're slowly losing themselves and their joy in the process. I know you're going to enjoy meeting Katie, who really is a powerhouse, and you're going to find inspiration in her story. You're listening to The Inspired Way, stories of everyday heroines, real-life inspiration. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, C.J. Rivard. Join me weekly to hear real-life inspiration and tips for tackling your life's challenges. Each week, you'll hear from a relatable woman who shares about her struggles and the tools she used to work through them. By being women of courageous action, vision, and ongoing evolution, each of us can create a ripple of positive impact, and together, we'll create a wave of change. Join us. All right. Welcome, everyone. Today, I am so excited to welcome Katie Powers to the show. Katie, hello, and how are you? I'm great, and thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really looking forward to this. So tell us where in the world you are calling in from today. Yes, I live in Las Vegas, Nevada. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And is it warm there this time of year? Normally, today is quite cold, but... Over the weekend, it was 77 and lovely, and uh, (laughs) today it's not. (laughs) I'm kind of obsessed with warm weather because I live in the Northeast, so I always ask that, oh, is it warm there? (laughs) I'm so with you. It's why I am here, because I was raised in Chicago where it is ridiculously cold for way too long. So I was like, no, thank you. I don't ever want to do that again. (laughs) Yeah, Beautiful. Well, send me a little sunshine, please. (laughs) What do you like to do in your free time? Oh, my favorite thing to do is to cook. I love to cook Italian food from scratch. I make pasta and I have some cool, authentic Italian cookbooks. It's my favorite, not the typical stuff you get in the restaurant, but the kind of stuff they, yeah. That's awesome. Good for you. Many talents. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) So Katie is going to be sharing a story uh, that starts, I think, with her marriage. Do you want to take us back to, you know, your marriage and how long you were married and what happened? Sure. Absolutely. I got married really fast. We dated he proposed and we got married between December 15th and June 1st. So all of that happened really fast for us. And at the time we were both involved in a, we, we were both involved in the church and we both believed that we should kind of, you know, save sex for marriage, which we had both kind of blown that before we met each other, but we decided that we were going to keep that commitment to each other. And then we had our honeymoon and then something happened and I came home 
I always say that it, it's like I drove home from my honeymoon with a stranger. So we were, we were pretty, you know, there was a lot of activity besides having sex when we were dating. But when we got married, all of that went away and there was no intimacy in our marriage. And I couldn't figure out why we were in and out of counseling for a long time. We both had affairs and I never really got an answer. And 17 years later, I was with my clients at a singing competition. They were competing. It was the last day, the scariest day. And they're all sitting in the auditorium waiting for their name to be called up or not to see if they make the the last round. And I get a text from my husband who's in New York saying that he wants to take a break from being married. Like a text. Wow. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, kind of a shocker. And I had been visiting him. I had come home to judge a competition and then be with my clients for another competition. But I was only gone for 12 days and was supposed to get on an airplane at five in the morning the next day and go back to him. And I was like, we'll talk about this tomorrow when I'm in New York. And I said, I have to work right now. This, you know, I was sobbing and it was terrifying in the moment. Long story short is that I never got on that airplane. He asked me not to. He had been having an affair with another woman and he didn't want me to come back. And so I didn't. Yeah. And that was in August of 2019. So that's. Oh, not that long ago. No, not that long ago. (laughs) Not that long ago. Yeah. So what happened after that was, you know, because we had had problems kind of the whole time, I had kind of developed this habit or it was just a determination. I was committed. This was a, a commitment that we had to make this work. And so I was going to look into counseling and see what we could figure out. Let's figure out something to make this work. And he kept saying he didn't want to make it work. And so I went to my cousin's house in California and they were going on vacation. And I said, I would watch their animals while they went. So I got to have this nice, peaceful place with some furry creatures to (laughs) love on me while I figured out what I was going to do. And about 48 hours later, after doing some really intense work on myself, you know, things like what I wanted in life and what I wasn't a stand for and what I wouldn't tolerate. And I looked up and out of this beautiful view and I said, I have a life to live and it doesn't include him. And from then on, I worked on rebuilding myself because in the process, those 17 years, I, I had developed the belief that it was my fault, that we weren't having any intimacy at all. And I kept trying to change and accommodate myself in various ways just to see if I could make him love me. One of my big aha moments, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the power of decision and something I learned from Jen Sincero that she says in her book, you are a badass. She says that the root of the word decision means to cut off all other possibility. And I thought that was a pretty powerful thing. And 
in the moment I realized, you know, I, I tell people in my work all the time that the goals that you have, you have to make the decision that it's already yours. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me that, you know, beautiful, lovable, desirable, sexy, all of those things were, were also decisions that I could make rather than qualities that I had to wait for him to sort of hand me like a gift. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And when I made the decision that that's who I am and that's though, that that's, I am beautiful. I'm actually wearing my, I call this my divorce shirt. Be strong, (laughs) be beautiful, be you. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. When I made the decision to embrace that and to own that as my identity, everything changed for me in the positive way. People noticed, but it was, they noticed because I spoke differently and I showed up differently and I carried myself differently. I dressed differently, everything. It was a pretty powerful thing. You became the person you wanted to be. Yes. And it wasn't just physical things. I, I was showing up more powerfully in so many other ways based on a lot of this work that I did to be a powerhouse, be this person that I knew I really was inside that had been kind of, you know, squashed down by my need to figure out what he needed me to be. (laughs) So would you say, I mean, if he hadn't made that wimpy text that day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you. um, (laughs) What would your life be like? Would you still be with him? Do you think or very likely? Yeah, very like, I mean, unless it would have broken down at some other point, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't in a space of power, which is partially my fault. Mm -hmm because I was accommodating everything. We traveled because of his work. We traveled because of his goals. And I did everything I could to try and become whoever it was he would love. So I wasn't in a position to be like, I'm, I'm out of here. Because yeah. <laughs> that just wasn't the space that I was operating. Yeah. Really disempowering. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. And then, you know, and then once I sort of felt empowered and realized I need to get out of this, I'm not going back to that. You can't pay me to go back to that. It was kind of, I was kind of horrified by looking back and seeing some of the decisions that I'd made. And I think that the other thing that was hard for me and why I say I'm only partially to blame for all of that is that he let me he let me believe that it was my fault. I still don't know why. I still don't know what the deal was, mm-hmm. but I don't care anymore. <laughs> Good girl. Um, yeah. But I, I did think it was wild that he just yeah. allowed me to believe that that allowed me to take the blame. Yeah. Boy, good riddance. Yes. Yeah, indeed. It's funny how sometimes it just takes a, a real shock or, you know, something to wake us up really is, is what it sounds like. You just got kind of a big wake up call. And I did. And, you know, as horrible as it was for him to text it, 
I really, and I know it's so gross. Um, But the other piece of that is he sent me a text earlier in the week asking for me, me for my schedule. So he would know what I was doing every day at different times. And he picked the worst possible time. Um, Oh, I have some words about him. (laughs) (laughs) I won't share them right now. No, it's okay. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. So it it was wild to me. But I really think that if he hadn't, if he hadn't done it that terrible, awful way, I might have tried to fight for it. You might have hung on a little longer. Yeah. 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 He had to show you what a jerk he was, <laughs> what, yes. what you did not need. Wow. No. no. Great. No. Well, so the biggest lesson, if you could just highlight that again, that you would like to share from what you learned from that experience. For yeah. Listening. Sure. Yeah. And I did write about the whole story of it. I wrote a book. Which recently came out, right? It, re- it came out on Valentine's Day and it hit international bestseller before noon. So that made me happy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Big congrats. Yes. Thank you. And I love thank the you. title. So let's go ahead and share that right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the title, it's a little long, but it's turns out I'm hot after all, how I got I my power it. back after a breakup and how you can too, no matter what's happened in your life. I so, love it. I love yeah. it. We're all hot. Yes. Yes. Powerful. Yes. Yes. But to answer your question, I think the biggest thing is awareness and recognizing when you are living someone else's expectations and dreams and squashing your own. That was probably the biggest lesson I learned. And I learned it after the fact, but I'm glad I at least learned it. Yeah. Yeah. You needed that push to wake you up. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's really easy to get into other people's judgment and expectations. And well, a lot of us are people pleasers. That's kind of how we were raised or what we thought we had to do. And yeah, can't forget about this girl. No, (laughs) absolutely not. Yeah. That's awesome. Now I forgot earlier to ask you, and I think you had a really awesome quote you were going to share with us. Would you mind sharing that? I would love to share it. It's a quote that has been in my life for a couple of years. I heard from my business coach that also is kind of the overriding theme of my book. And that is how you do one thing is how you do everything. And the reason that I say that it's a, a highlight of my book is that I recognized after the fact that the largest way that I healed myself after this breakup was by following the steps that I use with my own clients. I'm a performance coach and I help people show up big and achieve big. And I didn't even realize I was doing it at the time because it's so much a part of my belief system and who I am but I followed my own steps of what I do with my clients in order to get my power back. So to me, that was an example of how you do something in your personal life is also going to flow into your business life. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side of that, I was able to see that the downfall of my personal life was also showing up as a downfall in my business life. So making that flip kind of 
I got my power back in absolutely every area. So <laughs> that makes sense. That yeah. makes total sense. That's awesome. Such a great story. Thank you Thank so you. much for yes. sharing that. Of course. So are there any highlights we didn't hit yet? You want to drive home with the journey? I think that was a lot of powerful takeaways. Thank you. Thank you. No, I think that's probably the good stuff. There's a whole lot. There's a lot more in my book. (laughs) So the book is on Amazon. It is. It's also available at my website, but yeah, you can Google it on Amazon Mm -hmm. or an easy link. If you want to check it out on my website, it's just turns out I'm hot.com. Ah, beautiful. Okay. Well, we will have links and probably your other website as well. If you want to share that in the show notes. So you guys can connect with Katie and don't forget if you get her book to leave five-star review on Amazon. I understand (laughs) that's the way those things work. Yes. We need to support each other and do that. (laughs) And that's great. It sounds fabulous. Lots of really powerful lessons. I hope those of you that needed to hear that really let that settle. We're all powerful. Don't give your power away because we frequently do it without realizing it. Absolutely. So true. Thank you for your time. It's been lovely connecting with you. This has been great. Thank you. And thank you for listening, ladies. And we will talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. You know, fear can get in the way and keep you from showing up, speaking out, and being the impact maker that you aspire to be. It's the biggest self-imposed obstacle all of us have to overcome. So I hope you'll join our upcoming free five-day Forget Your Fear Challenge. It starts June 1st, so don't delay signing up. The link is in the show notes. And if you're listening after June 5th, be sure to sign up to get notification on the next one.